Welcome to Guarding Your Nest Egg podcast. A lot of folks are looking at the new year and trying to see what they can do to take advantage and maybe make a few extra dollars or save a few. Since December has been a little rocky, Mike, as a fiduciary financial advisor, are you advising your clients to jump on any of the dips? And I guess I need to preface that with you help people nearing and in retirement, but they still want to make money. Well, of course. I mean, and so this sort of uh, buying the dips, selling the highs is really more of a day trading thing. That's, in my experience, not what somebody who's retired or close to it wants to do with the majority of their retirement assets. I mean, we might set up a an account on the side for fun that clients are, are trading in that way. But why risk your nest egg? I mean, look at, um, gosh, I mean, you brought it up in the past, things like Bitcoin. You mm-hmm. know, it's all over the place. Markets are all over the place. We're just looking at finding a way to have our clients navigate the volatility. All of our clients are looking for the same thing, which is basically the highest rate of return they can get. They're just not willing to take a lot of risk to get those returns. So when I look at the market right now, I see things like the market's overbought, which is risky. I see things like Biden's talking about raising taxes. I see things like people aren't going back to work like we thought they would. I see people spending more money than they have. I see a lot of things that are reminiscent of 2007 before Mm -hmm. things got really bad in 2008, which is just this sort of euphoria like, oh, well, everything's okay, and I'm spending more money than I have. Kristen, it just comes back to it's not sustainable. It's too good to be true. And I feel the same way I felt back then. You know, I'm not a doom and gloom kind of a person. Never have been. I'm just realistic. It's Mm -hmm. If it feels too good to be true, if it seems too good to be true, if it's not sustainable, it, it, it's not sustainable. At some point, something's got to give, and I'm not willing to risk our clients' money to make it happen. Nobody can time the market, but you can be a smarter investor. So if you take a look at everything that's going on, I think it's time to be happy with the returns we've had, start battening down the hatches, come up with a plan if things get bad. Because again, I don't see a plan for things getting good. If you take a look at people potentially taking profits before the end of the year because they're mm-hmm. worried about taxes next year, probably volatility. If we take a look at taxes going up next year, probably volatility. If we look at inflation, probably not a great thing. Put all of that aside, look at uh, Russia and Ukraine, mm-hmm. look at China and Taiwan. Look at, I mean, there's just, where's the upside versus the downside? I mean, we're in a pretty good spot right now. Would you rather be invested in things doing well next year with the amount of uncertainty going on, or would you rather be watching from the sidelines with a plan? So our clients mostly want to be on the sideline with a plan, but the issue is most people with 401ks or working with advisors that tell them to hang in there or anybody who doesn't have a plan is in that situation. Here's something that um, we did a client event the other night and um, had a conversation with a client and he said, you know, I never thought about that. What about political will for things to go well next year? Hmm. Um, We need next year for things to go well in a lot of ways. We need Washington to get along and get together on things. If things get real bad, we would need uh, them to get together on more spending. It's an election year. We're going into 2022. Do you really think the Republicans are going to want to join hands and get together and make the economy better for Biden come November? Right. I don't think so. Right. So if you look at all of that, in my mind, yeah, it's been good. It might go higher, but we need a plan. And that's why we sit down with people every week and put together complete financial plans. You know, the media has reported for many years that the baby boomer retirement surge was coming. And it looks like the floodgates are wide open. 
a Pew Research study says that between 2008 and 2019, the retired population of ages 55 and older grew by one million retirees per year. In the past two years, the group of retirees 55 and older have grown by three and a half million. Are you noticing this influx of retirement at your office? Absolutely. And for a lot of different reasons. I mean, the uh, the front end of uh, baby boomers retiring obviously is going to be smaller. Now we're right in the heart of it and more and more people are retiring. Uh, Kristen, if you add to that markets and where they're at, and I mean, if you go back to 2009, after people had just lost 40% sometimes of the retirement plan, mm -hmm. their willingness to retire was pretty low. So fortunately, we've come back from that. Markets are at or near all-time highs. People are taking a look at their portfolio or the retirement accounts going, well, I think I could retire on that. So that's contributing to it. If you take a look at what markets have done over that period of time, since 2009, markets went from basically about 6,700 to around 36,000 on the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Mm. That's a 530% increase, right? So you have basically five times as much money in your portfolio, potentially, as you had in 2009, if you hadn't made any contributions over that period of time. That's really, really significant. So when we look at stats like more people are retiring, we have to take a look at why. Well, first of all, probably a little more confident based on the value of their portfolio, but a little less confident based on things like inflation. Mm maybe a little less confident in their job, given everything that's going on, maybe pretty frustrated with their job. I meet people every week that are just frustrated with the situation. Yeah. Right now, if, if you were really loyal to your company and you're sticking it out and working really hard, and then your company is turning around and paying people more than they were paying you mm -hmm. when you started, and they're probably less experienced, so they could have given you a raise instead they're hiring the new people and mm -hmm. paying them more than you feel like they should. I mean, these are just real emotions and this is what's going on out there. We want to be able to empower people to say, take this job and shove it. Love it. It's hard to say unless you've got the confidence the, to really follow through. The confidence it. to really follow through or the numbers to back it up. But if you ask me my favorite thing about my career and uh, our industry and what we do, it's confidence and putting a smile on people's faces and just letting them know, hey, listen, you've made it. The second thing is every single time somebody says to me, so you mean I can go in and tell my boss I quit? <laughs> <laughs> and just the satisfaction of that, I feel bad that they're in a situation that they don't really like their job. I guess I'd rather be talking to somebody who says, love my job. I think I'm going to keep doing it as long as I possibly can. But if I did want to retire for some reason, maybe it's health reasons or my wife or husband or just give me a hard time muscle working, then I'll, I'll leave. That's, that's okay. But... When somebody hates their job, Kristen, and we can say, yeah, you've done it. You're there. If you invest your money this way, here's your income plan. Here's your financial plan. Here's your tax plan. That satisfaction on their face is a uh, that's a really, really awesome thing. Find out the hows and wins of your retirement and when you can say that take this job and shove it line. Hey, maybe even play Johnny Paycheck on your iPhone or something when you do it. You just choreograph the whole thing. Whatever it is you want to do, you need to know where you stand. Find out more at guardingyournestegg.com. If you had to ballpark it, how many hours of sleep do you get each night? <laughs> well, that depends on if Finn's in bed with me at night Yeah, or not. that was what, yeah, last night? was a little bit of a scene. A little bit of a scene. So Finn has this, um, first of all, he's awesome, but he's five. Uh, he sleeps fine, but he you know twists and turns. But his big thing is his toes have to find the warmest spot in the entire bed. Oh, he's like a kitten. 
<laughs> like a little kid. A little puppy yeah. dog. Yeah, and unfortunately, tends to be my privates. Oh, poor that. Mike. Yeah, Mike, so that is not. That will wake you up uh, faster <laughs> than you could. Oh, I'm man. Like, Excuse me, Finn. Yeah. So well, I know uh, he doesn't sleep with you guys every night. He must have had like something wake yeah, him up. Yeah, there was a whole thing. Yeah. yeah and so he meanders uh, in there and then you're woken up by me- that. That's he meanders in. He goes, I had a nightmare. And then, of course, you're going to be like, okay, come on in, whatever. But I know ahead of time. It's just like, all right, well, I'm not getting to sleep tonight. Honestly, I, I last night, I've been through this a few times. I'm like, I, maybe I might be time for dad to sleep on the couch. You know, not <laughs> because I got not because I got in trouble with mom, just because I don't know. Nobody's going to join there. you there. I'm sure there's some dads that have been there. I'm not the only. It's just not getting any sleep when that stuff's going on. Yeah. That is tough. A lot of people lose sleep over different things. In fact, a Bankrate YouGov poll found that 78% of Americans are losing sleep over something that has them concerned, be it relationship, work, even politics. But over half say they've lost sleep over their finances. Looks like the pandemic amplified money concerns because a similar survey three years ago found that 36% of people said they'd lost sleep over money. Now that figure is more than half. Mike, as a fiduciary financial advisor that mainly helps baby boomers, what kinds of things do people usually say keep them up at night? Number one, they've done plenty of surveys. Uh, Running out of money is a huge deal. It's really, really hard to make that transition from going to work, knowing you're getting paid, and being able to take that paycheck and apply it to your life, to your expenses, to your standard of living. Let's say that you've got an employer, they lay out your salary. If you're married, they lay out your spouse's salary. You take a look at your health insurance expenses, other expenses. Uh, We've spent the past 30, 40 years mapping out. This is how much is coming in. This is how much is going out. We're going to be okay. But that's based on waking up every morning, going to work and getting paid to do your job. Mm -hmm. Making the transition into retirement, for obvious reasons, it's a little scary for people. It's very, very different than what you've been doing for the past 20, 30, 40 years. Because instead of putting money into your retirement account, instead of going to work and having things covered, like expenses and healthcare, you're now having to pay for it yourself. And you're wondering, how long can I afford to pay for that? So the whole, how long would it take me to run out of money, given my expenses, given inflation, given taxes, given all of these uh, moving parts, which are things like taxes and inflation, how long would it take? And then on top of that, most people with the retirement plans or work, frankly, they're just used to the hang in there strategy, mm-hmm. which is there was no help. There was no guidance. You went to work. They asked you if you wanted to participate in the retirement plan. You said yes. They didn't offer you any help on the allocation or what you should invest in. There were limited investment options on things like 401ks, TSP, 403b, any retirement account. And now you're making a transition going, okay, well, I feel pretty good about where markets are. I made contributions. Company gave me a match, I hope. And now it's to a certain dollar amount. What do I do with it now? Chris, I said that's probably one of the biggest things that we're dealing with on a weekly basis is I want to retire. I need to cover these expenses. I'm not sure how to do it with my nest egg. Mm -hmm. uh, People aren't calling us if they're not happy with their nest egg necessarily. They might not be happy with management. They might not be happy with uh, their investment options. But if you think you might want to retire, then you're feeling like maybe I've got enough. Well, what we're able to do through financial planning is answer questions like, well, do I have enough? How long will it last? What are you going to do about taxes? What are you going to do about inflations? 
and how should it be invested. That's everything that goes into financial planning. It's financial planning, it's tax planning, it's estate planning. That's why it's a complete financial plan. This is Guarding Your Nest Egg with Mike Lester. Catch up and interact with the show anytime at guardingyournestegg.com. Mike Lester is a registered representative of and offers securities through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through Retirement Wealth Advisors. Talent Wealth Management and Retirement Wealth Advisors are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Mike Lester is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Talent Wealth Management, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this radio station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer to only fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to secure or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by Retirement Wealth Advisors. Florida license number D056341. California license number 0N00828. Fiduciary duty extends solely to investment advisory advice and does not extend to other activities such as insurance or broker dealer services. Advisory clients are charged a monthly fee for assets under management while insurance products pay a commission, which may result in a conflict of interest regarding compensation.